بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا continue the explanation of بلوغ المرام narrated انس بن مالك رضي الله عنه that Allah's messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said take a meal just before dawn تسحروا before dawn so there is a blessing in sahur فان في السحور بركه agreed upon hadith Tasaharu meaning eat the meal of sahar which is the before dawn meal and as sahar is akhirul layl the last part of the night and this he commanded he said tasaharu take a meal fa'inna fi sahur here you see as sahur with the fatha as sahur the intensification and the fatha and it means the the meal the meal which people take as food to eat and with the dhamma intensification dhamma as suhur meaning the action of the one taking this meal so here, فَإِنَّ فِي السَّحُورِ بَرَكَةً There is a blessing in the sahur, and it's also okay to say فَإِنَّ فِي السُّحُورِ Meaning, in your action, there is barakah, in your action of eating this meal. So, again, with the sahur, with the sahur, it means the meal, and that there is barakah, blessing in it. But the closest is the action of the one taking the meal. Why? What type of barakah is this? It's from the following angles. It is a compliance to the command of the Messenger wasallam. And what a blessing there is in complying with the command of the Messenger wasallam. And test your heart. Test your heart, and this is a matter which we need to reflect upon and remind ourselves concerning it. Test your heart if you do something following the Messenger وسلم, and complying with his command, you will find joy in your action and activity and motivation. Contrary is the situation if you do it just like worship quote, end of quote. There is no harm in that. That's okay. But it is not like when you feel the compliance that you are complying and submitting to his command. Alayhi salatu wasalam. That has a joy to it. And try it and you will see it. The second thing is in the in this action of taking the meal or the sahur, the meal itself, uh, there is barakah in the sense that it opposes the people of the book in their way. Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ said, فَصْلُ مَا بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ أَكْلَةُ السَّحُورِ the distinction between us and the people of the book is the 
eating at the time just before dawn and there is no doubt that opposing the people of the book especially in that where the intention is worship in that there is goodness and blessing and anyone who assumes the manner of some people he will be like them the third angle for its blessing is that it gives strength to the strength to carry on the fasting the one who takes the meal is stronger than the one who does not take the meal and this is something uh, known witnessed and this is from the blessing of the meal and the fourth angle is that the person eats this meal to strengthen himself to carry on the worship to carry on the worship And this is different from the third one which we mentioned. The one we mentioned earlier, the third angle, gives the direct strength. As to this fourth angle, there is the intention here. There is the intention. Meaning, he takes this meal in order to strengthen himself to worship Allah. And there is difference between the two. All of this constitute barakah, blessing. The person who takes this meal will awake before dawn and he will remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during this time and he may pray as much as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes for him. Also what we notice from another angle is that the number of people praying in the masjid praying Salat al-Fajr the dawn pray prayer increase and this is from the blessing of this Sahur and in this act there is following of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in addition to the compliance we mentioned earlier and what a blessing to be following the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This hadith affirms blessing in the creation. Taking this meal is a blessing. And seeking the blessing is of two types either by way of a legal command, known legal command, or by way of a physical known thing. The legal, for example, is the Qur'an. Qur'an is a blessing in itself, in its rulings, in its influence, in its impact. The hearts soften, the reward. When people adhere to it, Allah gives them victory in this life and in the hereafter. As to the physical, like for example, the legal knowledge, al-ilm, al-shari'i, it's permissible to say such and such thing is from the barakah of this scholar. 
it is permissible to say such and such thing is from the barakah of this scholar how if people stop doing something which he this scholar had reminded them and advised them and admonished them to abandon this is a blessing of his knowledge not himself you see the difference this is a blessing of his knowledge not his essence so when you say this is from the blessing of this scholar that's what you mean meaning of his ilm, of his knowledge because of his admonitions people restrain from certain things and refrain from doing something bad from the benefits also of this hadith is the command to take the meal <coughs> is this an obligation or a recommendation is it for wujub, obligation, or istihbab, recommendation? The answer is, it is a recommendation. However, with the condition that the person does not fear for, his, for himself if he abandons the sahur, under this situation, if there is a fear that he will bring harm upon himself if he abandons taking the meal, then it becomes an obligation upon him. If there is darar, if there is harm. From this also we know that the people who take the meal in the beginning of the night, then they sleep, then in this case they did not comply with this hadith. So they will miss the reward from the benefits of this hadith is the good manner of education and teaching by the Prophet so many times he links the ruling to the cause or to the reason and linking al-hukm bil-illa al-hukm bil-illa relating the ruling to the cause has the following benefits to it. The first benefit is motivating on compliance. Motivating on compliance. Third, tranquility of the self. Self becomes comforted, comfortable due to the wisdom behind the ruling being known or explained the third is making clear through this way the highness of sharia and magnificence of sharia in addition <coughs> the attainment uh, or the manifestation of what is entailed by this great name of Allah Al-Hakim because it's inevitable that the 
manifestations of this noble name of Allah Al-Hakim, the All-Wise, become clear in in what Allah has created and in His legislations. Another benefit, when the <coughs> when the cause or the reason for such ruling is or transcends, <coughs> then if it is, if it transcends, then this opens the way for analogy, making analogy in matters when there is no text. Take for example, in Surah Al-An'am, chapter 6, chapter 6, Verse 145. <coughs> I find not in that which has been inspired to me anything forbidden to be eaten by one who wishes to eat it unless it be <coughs> a dead animal, mayta, or blood poured forth by slaughtering or the like, or the flesh of swine, for that surely is rich, impure. So we take from this, therefore, that every impure thing is forbidden. Why? Because the cause in this text the cause <coughs> illustrated in this text is clear and therefore the analogy on it is appropriate so we take therefore from this every impure thing is haram is forbidden so these are now five benefits and I would like inshallah ta'ala that you write them down Five benefits when the wisdom behind a ruling is linked to the cause. We gain these five benefits. Now the author, rahimahullah, did not bring in this hadith what kind of food is to be taken in this meal. Shall we eat the dates? or wheat or rice or what the answer is that we eat what's available and it will be considered as sahur then we move to the next hadith 534 536 bin amir رضي الله تعالى عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إذا أفطر أحدكم فليفطر على تمر فإن لم يجد فليفطر على ماء فإنه طهور رواه الخمسة وصححه ابن خزيمة وابن حبان والحاكم إذا أفطر نريتد 
Salman bin Amir al-Dabdi radiyallahu ta'ala anhu that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said when one of you breaks his fast he should do so with some dates but if he cannot get any he should break his fast with water for it is purifying meaning at the time of sunset then let him when he breaks his fast he should do so with some dates but if he doesn't find the dates either it's not available or because there is <coughs> doesn't have the means to buy it he can't afford paying for it فَلْيُفْتَرْ عَلَى مَا Then let him break his fast for, with water for its purifying. The Prophet ﷺ here mentioned two types. Uh, the dates and the second, al-ma, water. But we know that he himself وسلم, used to break his fast first with Rutab, fresh ripe dates, Rutab. But if he did not find that, he used to break his fast with uh, some dates. And if not, then with water. So these are the three types. Fresh ripe dates, then dates, then water. And there is no doubt that this is the preferred way. Rutab, the rutab, as the rutab, the fresh ripe dates, because it is soft and the stomach will digest that quickly and it will dissipate in the and the body very fast and everyone knows what's the what the benefits knows the benefits that are contained in the ripe dates or dates and how it results the energy to the body it ret- it retains or it re- it re, uh, brings back the energy to the body, refreshes the body with energy. Now, then after, after that, then the dates, because they are dry somehow. So, the, their digestion is slow as compared to that of a rutab the fresh ripe dates then afterwards if not then water for it is purifying meaning it purifies the, purifies the stomach it's just like washing the stomach from some uh, from its precipitations that is because these precipitations and wastes uh, deposit there and it, they may need to be washed 
So therefore, the water is purifying. So therefore, in addition to being a legal command, it is a healthy one as well. And there is the... There are those who recommend that the person uh, takes water upon waking up, even though he may not be thirsty. They said that this may clean the stomach and the intestine. uh, That remains to be seen in terms of uh, its, uh, its merit to be taken daily after uh, awakening from the benefits of this hadith first the wisdom of the Prophet والسلام, in directing the fasting individual towards breaking his fast with these uh, three things because they are beneficial to his body nutritional and also there is the fruit and the uh, activation of energy and the order in these things as you heard first are brought up the fresh ripe then the somehow dry then the water what about if he doesn't find the water the people of knowledge and ulama rahimahumullah said it's better that he breaks the fast on something sweet because they said that's closer to the dates and, and to the dates and if he doesn't find any kind of food uh, but he finds some sweets and water then it's better to take the water first because this is what is supported by the text and as to what's done by some people some ignorant ones who, who say who, who claim that if you don't have anything with you then wet your finger with your saliva then take it out and then suck it back again uh, this, is, this has no basis rather we say that if there is nothing with you to break the fast with, then intend that in your heart. Meaning that, intend that if you have something, then you would break the fast in accordance with the command of the Prophet والسلام, And also, in, in uh, attainment of the good mentioned in the previous hadith, People continue to be on good and righteousness as long as they hasten to break the fast. 